0: Hey yo, it's the bad guy, Scott Hall here. Check out Pro Wrestling Nation, Chico. To Pro Wrestling Nation. I, of course, am your host. My name is Funky Samadina. Hey, what's up, you guys? Um, I guess the first thing I should probably address is myself. Where have I been? Um, I stopped doing the show for a couple of weeks. You know, like a couple of weeks comes into like a couple of months, you know, and then sometimes, like, last time a couple of months turns into a year and then a year turns into a couple years and then before you know it you're just not doing the podcast anymore and like i don't want to be that life i don't want to be that person you know that just doesn't do it anymore because this this time goes by and like it's nothing personal it's just evolution passing you by i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be randy orton you know so um anyway like i I took a couple weeks off because uh i started a new job and life was kind of crazy and hectic and I had a lot of things going on, and my wife and I were trying to get back into doing comedy and stuff, and and um, I feel like I got the plates balanced, you know, I'm spinning all these plates, I feel like they're balanced, I've had them balanced a little bit, but like, you know, a couple weeks went into a couple more weeks, and then a couple more weeks went into a couple months, and then before you know it, I haven't done the podcast for like three months, I think it was three months, and then um, I've been trying to bring the podcast back. But I've been really like start and stop with it, you know, like like a Vince McMahon push, just start and stop, and non consistent and like non like cool and shit, and like and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person, you know. I want to be the cool person, the person that people like, the person that like like your day, like you know, you listen to this podcast, and you're like, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna have a good day now, you know, like that was cool, that cheered me up, that put me in a good mood. Hell yeah, shit the fuck yeah. You know, that's what I want. I want to spread good vibes, positiveness, happiness, and fuck everybody else. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just kidding. My microphone is... I I gotta get a better microphone, you guys. I'm on this laptop that I have because I my other computer is still still crashing on me and I'm still having computer problems. But I'm like, I'm just going to do the podcast. Fuck it. And I bought this microphone and I bought a cheap microphone and they say you get what you pay for and you get what you pay for. Um, it's like a $30 microphone off Amazon or something. I might buy like a, like a USB because it's a USB cheapy little micro. Like, it's a little piece of crap. I might buy like um, like a... I don't have any money. Um, but like, you know... Like we'll say, if, hypothetically speaking, right? Like I'm buying this mixer and a nice microphone, just like to set up out here in the garage, and so I can podcast more consistently and so I can sound good. Hey, and you guys, if I don't sound good, you guys still like I'm doing this on a budget. Like, like my budget is zero. Okay, um, I did a comedy show and it was total flop. So uh, I'm not getting rich off of that tomorrow anytime soon. Um, so here I am, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Welcome to Pro Wrestling Nation. I am your host. My name is Funky Sam Medina. Uh, you can find us every single week on hypotheticalcomedy.com, reddragonsradio.com, and of course, that's about it. Uh, but but we are part of the hypothetical uh, Hypothetical Comedy Podcast Network try saying that three times really fast but don't let me hear you because this is a podcast so you can't actually talk so wait till it's over and then say that three times really fast and then type it into like Facebook and and, and Twitter and, and follow follow hypothetical comedy on Instagram on, on Facebook on, on Twitter on whatever you want and follow at funky Sam Medita all platforms across the board just go follow just just do it. And if you're cool, I'll follow you back. I shouldn't say that because then the people who I don't follow back will be like, "Oh, so I'm not cool like that." And like, you're probably not, but like I wouldn't tell you that cuz I'm trying to be positive, you know? Just positivity. PMA bitch. Um So I'm here not to talk about positivity. I'm not here to call you bad names. I am here to talk about professional wrestling. But before I do, I'm going to plug everything else. Um, so like I said, the Hypothetical, Pod- Hypothetical Comedy Podcast Network. I can't even say it, but I can because I, I say it all day, every day. But right now, I just can't say it. Um, but if I wasn't trying to say it in front of people and I was just saying it by myself, I would say it perfectly. Um, speaking of the Hypothetical Comedy Podcast Network, uh, we're going to be doing, uh, launching the Hypothetical Comedy podcast which is like the mothership the flagship of the of the show of the network and that's going to be myself my partner in crime my co-producer in comedy and in life i I introduced her last night at the show as my co-producer in comedy and in life ladies and gentlemen um anyway so my my wife's going to be uh you know my co-pilot on the show and we're going to be interviewing other comedians and like loosely interviewing mostly like talking to them and finding out information about their lives you know more like a podcast more than an interview but like we'll figure it out you know we'll figure it out and um i'm super excited about that and then we have like a movie podcast and then we're gonna do this really cool wrestling podcast where we get like super baked and we watch wrestling and you guys are gonna hear all about it which is cool right Right? Yeah, just say it's cool. Just say it. Just say it's cool. We're going to get super baked and we're going to watch wrestling and it's going to be called... I'll tell you what it's going to be called later because it's a surprise and it's going to be revealed and whatever, whatever, whatever. Also, we have hypothetical comedy at the movies or movie night or something like that. It has movie in the title. And we'll be uh, watching movies and talking about movies. And then, like, there's this, you know. I kind of wanted to do, like a thing where we go through the Monday Night Wars together because, you know, she didn't really watch wrestling then, but she's, like, you know, other people watch it, so she kind of, like, knows about it, right? But she didn't really, like, watch it, watch it. And so I think it'd be cool to, like, sit down because my wife, she really likes, like, her thing is, like, She's really into movies. She's really into, like, theater and theatrics and, and performances. And that's kind of what made her fall in love with wrestling. Like, like she knew about wrestling. She she followed it a little bit. She heard about it from me and, you know, other people in her life when she was growing up. and But what really, like, got her attention was the pipe bomb, right? 2011. Hey, Coco Bennett, how you doing? Um, the pipe bomb was really what hooked her in as a wrestling fan uh, because you know she really like it clicked for her like the theatrics of professional wrestling were like oh this is like this is theater right this is theater in spandex you know and so she was able to see it like that and so she really appreciates uh the wrestling uh for for uh, the theater the theatrics of it all you know this is a spectacle of it right and we went through we watched you know we watched stuff from the past and things like that we watched uh we watched all the royal rumble matches up to like i think like 12 or 13 we got we got to keep going though one of these days um, so I thought it would be fun to, like, kind of go through the Monday Night Wars, like, week by week, like, this is Raw, this is Nitro, this is the pay-per-view, and it's kind of, like, see her opinion on things, and, and having me, like, re-watch everything as an adult, because, like, I watched it before, like, as a 15-year-old, you know, I watched it as a 15, 16-year-old, and I still remember it, and, you know, I still have the same memories, I still like the same things, I still like what I like, right, but this is how many years ago, like, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, and like, I'm a different person now, and I'm going to catch on different things, and, and appreciate different things, and not like different things, you know, so it's, it's going to be different for me to watching it too, and I'm very, you know what's weird, I'm very nostalgic on WCW, um, for some reason, when like, whenever I want to go back and watch old wrestling, it's always WCW, and it's always like the Nitro era, I didn't really even start watching WCW until Nitro, you know. Um, I didn't really watch Saturday Night's Main Event or whatever it's called. Uh, TBS uh, Saturday. Um, what did they call it? On the Starship. The Starship. The Mothership. I said that earlier. Um, oh, WCW Saturday Night. Duh. WCW Saturday Night. Um, I didn't really watch it that much, you know, until, until Nitro. And then I didn't get, like, in love with it until, like, Scott Hall debuted, really. And then I was hooked, line and sinker after that. Before that, too, I was into it. But, like, once Scott Hall jumped the rail and he's like, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Like, like it was all over for me. Like, it was WCW all the way. And, like, Scott Hall died recently in March or April or, I don't know. I think in March. And, and like, I never really addressed it. So, like, I'm going to do a little little sidebar here real quick and i'm gonna say hello to the bad guy um scott hall is one of my favorite things ever to happen to professional wrestling like why that's weird right that sounds so weird so um he started doing those vignettes in 90 let's see 92 because he tagged with flair at the 92 Survivor Series. And so I want to say he debuted in 92. So he must have done them early. They must have been early in 92, okay? And so in 92, I was um, 12, 10, something like that. And uh, 10, 12, you know, in that, in that frame, right? And I've only been watching wrestling... At this point, it's like 88, 89, so I'm only a few years into wrestling. And then this, and then wrestling, like, to me, I'm the WWF, WWF kid. I started watching wrestling, WWF, right? I always watch WWF. And just because that's just what I knew, that was what I grew up with. And so being, like, you know, three, four years into it and being so young, um, the whole thing about wrestling was, like, it was always, like, Hulk Hogan, right? It was always, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It was always, like, Sergeant Slaughter. You know, it was always, like, Randy Savage. It was always, like, The Ultimate Warrior, right? It was these spectacles. It was these, like, heroes. It was these, like, larger-than-life characters. And then this guy comes along, and he was, like, the first cool wrestler. You know? Like, he was fucking cool, you know, he was like walking, like walking down the streets of Miami. And he like picks up an apple off of a, of a of a table at the outside of a store. He's like, <laughs> he spits at the guy. He's like, say hello to the bad guy. I take what I want when I want. You know, and like he has the chains and he has the car and he has like you know his shirt open. Like 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 nobody was trying to be cool in wrestling. Everybody was trying to be big and tough and, like, a hero or, like, crazy or, you know, powerful. Like, whatever, right? A wrestler. An ace wrestler. And, and Razor Ramon, like, he was cool. He was oozing machismo, you know? And so, like, to me, that that, that opened a whole new door because it's like, I didn't even know you could be cool in wrestling, right? And nobody else is cool. Like, Bret Hart tried to be cool. You know, Bret Hart thought he was cool. Like, like Shawn Michaels thought he was cool. Triple H thought he was cool. But, like, there's really nobody else that's that cool, you know? As cool. I mean, RVD. Okay, RVD. Um, CM Punk, maybe. Um, you know, like, just, like, just coolness, right? Just cool points. Uh, I, RVD, I'm most definitely. Jericho, maybe. Um, you know, like, like Kurt Angle's a big old nerd, right? Kurt is not cool. Triple H is not cool. You know, Shawn Michaels is not cool. Like Steve Austin, like, so Steve Austin is not cool. Steve Austin is a badass. Like, that's cool that he's a badass, but he's not like, like cool. Like, he's not oozing machismo, you know? And, like, RVD was, and Chris Jericho was, you know, these guys, whatever. But, like, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon was, like, the first. And he was cool in the NWO. And he was, like, the first cool bad guy, which was kind of a bad thing, too, because it kind of, like, you know, cool bad guys, cool heels, you know. Like, they don't want to get booed because they want to be cool. But, like, buy their merch. Who cares? Buy the shirt, you know. Um, NWO, like, NWO changed my life. Like, I'm NWO for life, for life, you know, NWO for life. Like, I've been saying that since 1996, it's 2022. If you would have told me in 1996 that I would be sitting here saying in 2022, NWO for life, I would believe you because it is for life, okay? And like... That's, NWO is the coolest thing, you know, in the world. Like, NWO is so dope. Hall, Nash. They taught Hogan how to be cool. I don't think Nash is as cool as Hall. But, like, you know, he got the cool points. Because he was, like, you know, he, I guess he was okay. I don't know. Um, he's about as cool as Sean, I guess. You know, he's not that cool. But, like, he got, he was associated with with Scott Hall for so many years. They were, like, best buddies. Anyways, I don't know. I'm just rambling. I'm just rambling. But I just wanted to say, like, RIP to Scott Hall. Um, He's the dopest dude ever. He's the dopest wrestler ever. I'm really, like... um, I don't don't like that he was never world champion, you know? He was never WCW world champion. Like, he should have been. You know, he was never WWF world champion. Like, but at the same time, maybe he did to himself, you know? Because, like... He could have been WWF champion if he wouldn't have left, you know, because he wasn't there that long. And eventually he would have gotten the nod, right? Eventually he would have gotten the world title somehow, I think, maybe, kind of, right? But then in WCW, on the other side of the coin, when it came time for him to be like, he could be a world champion, he was a drug addict and alcoholic, and it would not have been smart business to, even if you're Kevin Nash, if you're his best friend in the world, it's not smart business to put the world title on a guy like that. You know, when you're trying to, like, build your company and do good and, like, not go out of business, I like still did. But you know what I mean, you know? I don't know. Um, another thing about Scott Hall, like, like if he was going to die, right, he had to die. Scott Hall was going to die. Um I'm glad that he was able to live long enough to beat his demons, to um, rebuild his relationships with his loved ones, and to enjoy his life. Because if he would have died five or six years ago, like he would have left a bad taste in people's mouths you know it it wouldn't have been celebrated maybe he would have been but like he would not have been celebrated like he was now and it would have been a different story it would have been like another another wrestler dies of an overdose or another wrestler you know whatever drugs 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 right but it wasn't because of that and it he was as far as i know i mean i you know whatever as far as i know he was clean and sober i'm sure he had slip-ups everybody does you know Jake did, and gem sure Jake might still, I don't know, but, like, the thing is, is Scott Hall was able to live his life on his terms at the end of his life, and he was able to be free of his demons, and I'm just so thankful for that, because, like, all the wrestling aside, like, Razor Ramon, NW, all that aside, like, that dude was able to, like, enjoy the last couple of years of his life and he didn't lose his life in a, in a drug haze you know so like mad love to Scott Hall hats off to Scott Hall he's like the greatest dude ever he really is Scott Hall is like he's our wrestling Jesus you know <laughs> he gives us all hope and inspiration maybe one day we can be like him uh, not me though I'm already old as fuck yeah <laughs> um, goodbye everybody <laughs> I'm just kidding oh my gosh Uh, where do I go from there? Uh, WrestleMania was cool, you guys. Uh, I, I gave Night 1, uh, two thumbs up, and I gave Night 2, uh, two thumbs down. I felt like Night 2 was just not as good as Night 1 by far, you know? I did this little recording where I talked about it for, like, half an hour, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I'm kind of dumb. I'm not gonna post this. But, like, whatever, right? Put it out there. Be dumb. Who cares? Fuck it. Uh, so let's talk about Double or Nothing. And I'm putting my whole career on the line. Double or Nothing. It's 7.50. I have an engagement in 40 minutes. Let's see if we can knock this bad boy out of the mother effing ballpark. And then I can produce it after my engagement. All right, y'all. Um, Double or Nothing. Uh, so the first match we saw on AEW, Double or Nothing. Uh, I was excited about the show going into it because I've been following AEW um, quite a bit compared to anything else. You know, the only WWE show that I watch on a consistent basis, you guys, are you ready for this? The only show that I watch by WWE on a consistent basis is NXT Level Up. NXT Level Up! Their NXT, their developmental B show because they have B, they B wrestling on there. They B wrestlers, they B wrestling um that's what i hear about i watch dark more often than i watch raw on smackdown all right uh dark's easy too because this is on youtube you just put it on and you just watch it all right so the 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 fan fest or whatever it was the pre-show thing uh we saw hookhausen uh versus tony niece and mark Sterling, uh mark sterling so okay mark sterling i don't give a shit okay um tony niece he's cool but like why is he in, why is he talking with more Smart Mark, okay? And then Hookhausen, like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is a Danhausen? Like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe he's just this internet sensation that I just don't get, But what the fuck is a Housen And what the fuck is a Hook? Did Taz name his son after the Red Hook District in Brooklyn, New York? Because Taz is from the Red Hook District, and Taz named his son Hook. Is his son's real name Hook? Why is his son named Hook? Is he a captain? Is he Captain Hook? What's going on? Why is Taz's son's name Hook? I just don't understand it. What what does this kid have to do with the name Hook? Where does his name Hook come from? Is his mom a hooker? (laughs) Okay, that was a low blow. Um... So basically, what I'm saying is I don't give a shit about this match. Uh, that was a pre-show match, anyway. Uh, the show kicked off with uh, MJF. MJF. So there was reports that MJF skipped the fan fest. That he he no showed the fan fest, and then he got on a plane and he left Las Vegas on Saturday before All Out. Whatever the show this is called. He got on a plane and he left Vegas and he went home wherever the fuck he lives. And that was the rumor, right? I don't know where he lives. Los Angeles. I don't know. New York. I don't know. Maine. Probably Connecticut. I don't know. Uh, Boston. I don't know. Um, so, anyway. Um, so the show comes on and the first thing that happens is MJF comes out he comes to the ring oh thank you dirt sheet writers thank you websites that report news thank you for telling me that MJF got on a plane and went home because I see him on my television he's in Las Vegas Um, he had a little match against Wardlow and you know what I was going to lose 100% respect respect for MJF if he would have gone on a plane and he would have went home. I don't care if he's mad. I don't care if it's money. I don't care what it is because he is in the storyline with Wardlow, and it's been going on for three fucking years, and this is the payoff to that storyline. I don't give a shit about either one of them, you guys. I'm telling you right now, like... Wardlow him 10 times. Like, oh, he him 10 times. Ooh. Like, like who cares, right? He's just this big muscle dude. He's going to be WrestleMania. Someday he'll be on WrestleMania. It'll be Wardlow versus Ricky Starks, the main event of WrestleMania. Who cares, okay? Uh, so MJF did not skip town. MJF did not skip town. Those dirt sheet riders are lying. Uh, the second match was the Hardys and the Bucks. You guys, this match was really good. The Hardys and the Young Bucks, they came out, they pulled out all stops, like who's going to win? Who's going to win? You know, the Hardys kind of got to win because the Young Bucks are calling them old and washed up, and if the Young Bucks would have won, then they kind of proved themselves right. Uh, So the Hardys did win, and that was cool. Like, thank you, Hardys. Good match. Thank you, Bucks. Like, I really enjoyed it. Uh, The next match was the TBS Championship. You guys, Anna Jay versus Jade Cargill, whatever her name is, for the TBS title, was an incredible match. I texted my friend during the match, and I said, Anna Jay versus Jade Jade Cargill has no business being this good. Like, it was a really good, compelling match, and it was just, it was crazy, right, because they had... Like, the first thing, the Warlord thing was kind of neat. Like, he popped on ten times, like, whatever. And then the next match, the Hardy Boys was incredible. The Hardy Boys and the Bucks was incredible. And then Anna Jay and uh, Jade Cargill have this incredible match, like, out of nowhere. And I was just, like, blown away by it. Like, I was just in shock how good it was. Okay. Uh, Of course, Jade Cargill won. And then uh, Jade Cargill's friends were going to beat up on Anna Jay. And uh, what's-his-face, um, Stokely Hathaway, who was formerly uh, in NXT. Before that, I think he was in Ring of Honor. Um, what was his name in NXT? Um, I don't remember. He was in NXT recently. I think he was in the Diamond Mine, uh, Roderick Strong's group. Uh, he, he So he debuted as uh, Jade Cargill's publicist, we found that out on Dynamite, I'm kind of giving getting ahead there but he debuted as her publicist and then Jade Cargill's friends who is uh um, Red Velvet since uh, What's Your Face is Gone, because I think, doesn't Red Velvet and Brandy team up, didn't they used to team up, or um, I could be making that up, I think I might have just saw like a TW video, maybe um, but Red Velvet and um, uh, Kiera Hogan they're, they're the baddies, they're Jade Cargill's friends, and they're getting ready to beat up Jay, uh, Anna J or something or whatnot. And then uh, Athena uh, comes out, formerly Ember Moon. Athena comes out, and Athena's back, and it's super cool. It's super cool to see her on TV, and uh, everybody runs away. They run away like scalded dogs. They run away like scalded dogs. Okay. Um, the House of Black versus Death Triangle. This was a good match. It, it, so, this this is where the show started kind of getting a little lull for me. Um, this is kind of a good match. You guys, this was a five-hour show. This show was like four hours and like 45 minutes or something. This show is so damn long. So, I kind of checked out a little bit. I watched some of this match. It was a good match. The House of Black versus the Death Triangle. Um, the House of Black won. Oh, yeah, because uh, Julia Hart came out and she spit mist into Pac's eyes. Uh, setting him up for a kick from black to finish the match. So, yeah. So, there we go. Uh, The Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Finals, the men's. uh, So, to me, they didn't play this out right at all. So, this is what I would have done, okay? I would have had Samoa Joe lose to Kyle O'Reilly in the semifinals. I'm going to repeat that for you guys. I would have had Samoa Joe lose to Kyle O'Reilly in the semifinals because it doesn't matter if he loses if it's Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt and that big dude attacking him. You know what I mean? Like if Jay Lethal would have come out and like tripped him and then Joe would have turned around and then Kyle O'Reilly would have got him. And then, you know, whatever. That's what should have happened. And then Joe should have challenged Jay Lethal to a match at double or nothing. Joe should have said, I don't care. I'll take you both on. Jay and Sanjay in a handicap match. I don't care. I don't care. Because he doesn't care. And so he should have lost to Kyle O'Reilly. And then the, the finals of the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament should have been Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly because that would have been so much more emotional because they're, like, best friends, but then, like, they both love Owen Hart so much that they're fighting each other, and, like, they've re- they've wrestled so many, so many times in the past that, like, they would have a really good match. And, like, they could just be like, whatever happens out there, you know, we come back here, we're still brothers. And they go out there, and they just have a hell of a match. That's what should have happened. Uh, I don't like Adam Cole beating Samoa Joe clean. Uh, You know what I mean? So, anyway, Adam Cole is the new Owen Hart men's champion. Uh, The next match on this show was uh, the Women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Final. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Ruby Soho in the Tournament Final. To me, in my heart, in my heart of hearts, the Owen Hart Women's Tournament Final was the semi-final between Britt Baker and Tony Storm. That was, to me, like, that was the final. You know, I really did think that Ruby Soho was going to win this match. I thought it was incredible that uh, Rancid played her to the ring for her. Like, I don't, I, I don't care about Rancid. Like, I'm not a big fan. Like, I didn't even know the song Ruby Soho even existed. So, do you guys know, uh, I read this thing about Ruby Soho that she... Ruby Riot got released from the WWE. She didn't know what she was going to do. You know? I mean, they all say that, right? But they all know what they're going to do. They're going to go wrestle somewhere else. So she didn't know what she was going to do. She got released. She had no plan. She went on Rancid, um, Lars Fredrickson from Rancid, on his podcast. And they were talking about stuff. And she told him, did you know? Did you know that my name was Ruby Riot because of Ruby Soho? Did you know that? And he was like, what, really, really? She's like, that's my favorite song. You guys are my favorite band. And he was like, he goes, I'll tell you what, Ruby. I'll tell you what, or whatever he calls her. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. I just read about it. He goes, I'll tell you what, woman. <laughs> Heidi Lovelace, whatever. Uh, I don't know even know what her real name is. I'll tell you what, person. <laughs> I don't know what the movie calls her. Um, you 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 be ruby soho you do it and i'll get you the song you be ruby soho and i'll get you the song and you can come out to the song and that's incredible that's like a dream come true imagine if your favorite band gave you your favorite song to not only have your entrance music but to be named after like that is the shit that is so cool so like i like that i like that a lot so ruby soho i did think she was gonna win uh, but she lost. So we had the uh, the Bay Bay couple uh, become Owen Hart World Champions. That's pretty cool, right? Uh, what time is it now? It's eight oh one. All right. The next match uh, is going to be uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Page Zan Vance. Zant. Van Zant, <laughs> Page Van Zans. Versus Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, and Tay Conti. Tay Conti. So, this match was really good uh, for what it was, right? Uh, it was Paige Van Zandt's uh, wrestling debut. And then Tay Conti, she's cool. Like, she's, she was in the the Mae Young Classic. She was in NXT for a little while. She's been in AEW for a little while now. So, she's kind of, like, getting herself together in the ring. So, she's she's... You know, she's like she's like a good hand, right? She's like she could put on a decent match. And so she did well. Um there's a that really good spot where uh she was arguing with Kazarian and then uh Sammy was in a super kick Kazarian and then Kazarian moved and then he kicked Tay and then she fucking went she went flying, like she went BAM and she hit ground. Um, that was a good spot. That was a really cool like like, holy shit moment, you know? That was really cool. Uh, so then the bad guys won. So, yeah. Uh, Kyle Raleigh versus Darby Allin. So, I'm going to give you a little spoiler because I watched Dynamite earlier today. And one thing that I said to myself while I was watching Dynamite was um, there's a big 10 man tag or something that was happening. And I said to myself, Oh hey, a Darby Allin match, you know what that means, right? Skip. I just don't I don't know. I just don't like him. I don't know what it is about him. I just don't like him. He's like he's a whiny and and he's like he rides a skateboard and he's just emo and, and Sting's his best friend, but like he looks like he could be Sting's son and it just it just it doesn't work for me. The whole thing just doesn't work for me, you know? I don't know. So I skipped this match. Uh, go Kyler Riley though. Oh, but Kyler Riley Oh yeah, Kyler Riley won. Heck yeah, uh, AEW World Heavyweight Championship, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. Uh, these two have way history with me, not with me, uh, but I know them. I don't know them. Like Serena, she was in WWE a long time ago, like in 2006, something like that. Right. So I know her from them, from then. And then <laughs> uh, you guys don't know this, but like Thunder Rosa. Uh, she came up in the indie league that's local to me at BTW. I remember uh, when Thunder Rosa before she was um, before she was even a wrestler when she was going through wrestling school and she was a manager at the wrestling show, the indie show, the BTW show. She was a manager for Meadow uh, Meadow Kakaming. and uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So that was crazy because I remember her being Thunder Rosa like even back then. Um, so yeah, so good for her, good for her, good for Thunder Rosa. Uh, she won. And the Junko Appreciation Society, uh, versus Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley, Anarchy in the Arena. This was crazy. It was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty crazy, though. It was, I don't even know what to say about this. The best part for me was when, uh, um, Kingston came back and looked all crazed with the, with the gas can, and then he's just like, I was like, "How's he gonna pour it on Jericho if Danielson has him in the move?" And then he just like poured it on Danielson. Like that was crazy, you know. I was like, "What?" And then I'm like, "What is he doing?" And then Danielson's like, "What are you doing?" And then they started fighting each other. It was nuts. Okay, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. <sighs> AEW World Tag Team Championship: Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Team Taz versus Keith Lee and serve Strickland. This is a cool match, you know. This is a cool match. Um, I did not think that Jungle Boy was going to win. I thought that Keith Lee and Swerve were going to win. But it was a good match. and Jungle Boy got the win. Uh, AEW World Championship. CM Punk versus Adam Hangman. Or as JR says, Hangman Page. Adam Hangman Page. Um, You know, what do you expect? Uh, Adam Page is one of those guys. There's a handful of these people that I just do not want to see. I will skip their match. Um, I watched this one, of course, because, you know, it was the main event. It was World Championship. It was CM Punk. Uh, it was cool, you know. I, I like CM Punk a lot. I liked him since before he was in WWE. I liked him since he was in Ring of Honor. You know, I liked him since, The first time I ever saw CM Punk was in TNA. I liked him a lot in TNA. Um, you know, but then, you know, whatever. Shit happens. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so there's a couple people who I'll skip every time uh Darby Allen uh Adam Page and there's one more that I skipped tonight. Uh I can't remember who it is. The Oh, Wardlow. I'll skip Wardlow. You know, those are most of the time guys. Most of the time guys. Like I skipped like there was a 10-man tag. It was like half the roster. It was like the Hardy Boys and like the Young Bucks and like the Red Dragon. And I just skipped it cuz I did not want to see Darby Allen. Um that was on. That was on Dynamite. So like, I watched Dynamite, and the first half was good. Just like WrestleMania, the first half was really good. The second half lacked. The only thing I really watched in the second half was the Athena interview, just to see what she was all about. Uh, but the first match was good. Um, what else happened on Dynamite? Uh, I don't know. Jericho did a promo with his society. Appreciation Society. You know the Jericho Appreciation Society is like it's such a, like like it's such an egotistical thing. Like it's so crazy. It's just the perfect like way for him to like end his career. This egotistical heel that like names a group after himself and not just after himself. The Appreciation Society for himself. Like that's incredible. Jericho, the Wizard, the Wizard Chris Jericho. That's incredible. How long have I been recording? How long have I been recording? Like, only 38 minutes. A week! A week sauce! Is it? Uh, that's what it looks like, yeah. Anyway, um, should I just make this sweet sweet and short? I gotta go eat dinner, I got game night in like 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. Um, I'm probably gonna put this up like late night, Thursday. So it'll probably be up for your listening pleasure on Friday. Um, Double or nothing review. AEW. Um, one other thing I wanted to like mention is I was watching NXT Level Up, and they were calling Hell in a Cell a premium live event. Why do they call it a premium live event? That's so stupid. That's so stupid. The premium live event. Like call it a pay per view. You don't want to call it a pay per view. Call it an event. Why don't you just call it Hell in a Cell? Why do you have to call it anything else? Like, why do you have to call it something, the, something? You don't call Raw the TV show, you know? You don't call it the show on the USA Network, you know? You say, next Monday on Raw, this is what's going to happen. So why can't you just say, go order Hell in a Cell. Go Peacock. Go to Peacock and get Hell in a Cell. And I'm going to tell you this, too, right now. I'm going to say this for the very first time. I lost all respect for WWE when they sold me to Peacock. Like, I want my WWE Network back. I I refuse to give Peacock, I mean, unless they bring back Frogger, because Frogger was so cool. I had Peacock for, like, a year, maybe maybe longer. But, like, I canceled it because I looked at Backlash, the pay-per-view card, and I'm like, well, you know, it's only 5 bucks a month. Like, I can watch WWE pay-per-views. And then I was like, oh, Backlash is today. Okay, right, so check this out um, my pay-per-view, my, so my subscription to Peacock was gonna, was gonna renew in, like, three days, right, it was Saturday, it was, like, renew, like, on Monday or something, or Tuesday, right, and so, I went on there, and I was like, oh, well, it's only five bucks, like, maybe I won't cancel it, because I was gonna cancel it, and I was like, you know, whatever, it, it lasts in three days, I don't know, should I, should I, it's only five bucks, but like I said, I'm fucking broke, and so, um, I, uh, The next day, it was Backlash. WrestleMania Backlash. And I was like, oh, WrestleMania Backlash is today? Oh, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll get some beers and I'll watch it. You know, whatever. And then I looked at the card. I looked at the card for WrestleMania Backlash. And then I went back to Peacock.com. And I'm like, cancel this motherfucking subscription now. And I still didn't get billed. I mean, you know, whatever, because I right, it was gonna bill me on Monday, and I canceled it on Sunday. So I'm like, cancel this motherfucking subscription right the fuck now! Because why am I paying five dollars a month for this trash? You know, I would pay for the network. I would. Well, actually, we won't get into that. I would pay for the network for the rest of my damn life. Um, but like. The Peacock Network is terrible. It freezes. There's glitches. It's just not a good network. It crashes my TV. It might be my TV's fault. But, like, I hate the Peacock Network. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And so, like, I feel like WWE sold me. They sold me to Peacock. You know what I mean? They sold all of us to Peacock. They sold us to Peacock, that motherfucker. Uh, all right. I'm going to. I've been Funky Sam Medina. For Funky Sam Medina, my name is Funky Sam Medina. Thank you for letting me in your ears. <laughs> that sounded so bad. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Uh, I really am going to be more consistent with this. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, the Hypothetical Comedy Podcast where my wife and I will be talking to other comedians. And who knows who else? You know, who knows who else will pop up, and we're gonna be doing some wrestling stuff, and we're gonna be doing a lot of other cool things. Um, I'm still gonna try to, you know, get get with Paul Kilmer and do more episodes of Hey It's Me Paul, because you guys don't know this, but Paul Kilmer is like one of the most interesting storytellers like ever and I want to like bring that out of him and like on this podcast and like showcase him and get the world let the world get to know magician comedian Paul killer. you know what I mean and so I'm excited about doing stuff and I've been sitting on things for way too long and here we are right rock me like a hurricane so uh, I'm gonna say goodbye right now because it's getting late, i got other shit to do, and I didn't really prepare for this too much ahead of time. I just sat down, I pressed record, and then I, I stopped it and deleted it. I did that about 20 times, and then I finally stuck with it. So here I am, here I am, rock you like a motherfucking hurricane. Hey, thank you for listening to Pro Wrestling Nation. Uh, please keep supporting. Go follow me on all my social media, at Funky Medina. Uh, follow uh, the podcast on twitter at podcast. i made an instagram page go follow us on instagram at pwn.podcast go follow hypothetical comedy on all the platforms Uh, but most importantly like uh, if you're on facebook go to the hypothetical comedy network group and join that and tell them you heard about it on pro wrestling nation motherfucker all right thank you have a good night